You are now listening to A Real Estate of Mind. I am your host, Maria Blue, coming to you live from Detroit, Michigan. A Real Estate of Mind will cover global real estate investing topics. If you guys have any questions or comments, you can hit me on Twitter at MariaBlueRE. That is M-A-R-I-A-B-L-U-E-R-E. This is episode one. Today is Friday, February 22nd. I'm going to give you guys a short description of my background in real estate, and then we're going to discuss the top 50 worst cities to live in. Why do you want to know about the worst cities to live in? Because as an investor, problems create opportunities. And especially in the current economy, you need to pay attention to what's going on today. So I'm going to just jump right on in. I got started in real estate around 2013, 2014. Um, The huge recession happened in 2008. So at that time, this was like the prime time, like the prime opportunity, although I really wasn't aware of it at that time because I wasn't as educated. So um, I started off bird dogging, a.k.a. wholesaling, a.k.a. driving for dollars. So what does that mean? Basically, that means that a motivated buyer would send me addresses to properties that they were interested in. What I would do is I would go drive the properties, take pictures um, of the exterior. If I could get in on the inside, I would take pictures of the interior, um, you know, take pictures of the neighborhood, the, the you know, neighboring houses, how the street looks. Um, and then I would report back to the um, buyer And if the buyer wanted to make an offer, they would make an offer. If they close on the property, I get paid at the end of the deal. So that's pretty much how that worked. Um, That was okay, but I was still, you know, hungry for more. I really wasn't making money like that at that time. So I found a company by the name of Renatus. Renatus, in my opinion, is a MLM, which is a multi-level marketing company. So essentially... They do provide you with real estate education, which is very good. But at the same time, as a beginner, you really don't make money doing anything real estate related. You make money by bringing other people into the company. So it's kind of like, you know, if, like I said, a MLM, if you've heard of multi-level marketing companies, you bring people in, you get a, you get paid off of that. Um, so it didn't give me exactly what I was looking for. So then <clears throat> um, I met a broker. And I decided to take the license path. I also, um, after I became licensed in the state of Michigan, the state of Michigan has reciprocity with the state of Georgia, so I became licensed in the state of Georgia. For me, um, being licensed was probably the best choice that I made because I was able to receive support. I was able to join a board. I was able to do a lot more with being licensed versus wholesaling. Um, A lot of people tell you, oh, you can make all this money in real estate. You know, you don't need no license. You can wholesale. Yeah, that's true. But it's it also depends on the market that you're in, because if you can't get properties under contract, you can't make money. That's that's how you make money. If you have no license in real estate and you want to wholesale, you have to find motivated buyers and sellers. And a lot of times you're not making as a realtor, as a licensed professional, typically the state commission is 6%. 
Um, as a wholesaler, you can charge whatever you want. You could charge way more than that. But at the same time, if you're not reputable, people don't know who you are. It takes it takes a while to get to that position where you're making fifteen thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, whatever off of a deal. Which you know I, I really haven't seen many people do that. And again, I'm in a different market, so it it probably can be done in other markets. So in like I said, 2013 and 2014 is when I got started in real estate. Um, at that time was was you know prime time. Um, the reason it was prime time was because I saw a lot of uh, despair, a lot of um, burn down homes, vacant homes, you know. And as I said, that's that's a lot of opportunity. So for like the last three years up until now, it's 2019, uh, Detroit investments drove the market. Homes were literally $500, okay, and up. You could buy, you know, something for that price. And it was, of course, not in a moving condition, but you could still acquire a home for that price, which is like unbelievable. Um, so throughout those years, uh, I sold a total of about $3.5 million in real estate. That's about a little over a million a year. And um, it was it was very active. It was a lot going on. And it was it was almost like, you 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 throw the rod into the to the water and you're gonna catch a fish. It wasn't no question about somebody buying or selling. It was it was a very hot market at that time. Um, today prices have doubled, so it's cooled down a little bit, um, but still very affordable compared to you know the average home price in other markets. Uh, one tip that I wish I would have done a little bit better on is recurring business. Um, you know, like I said, at that time it was really hot. So people were buying left and right. So you may not, you know, keep in touch with those people or they may have just been buying because it was hot. They're really not an investor. They're really just, you know, a customer, not a client. Um, but for those people that you are doing business with and you want to do consistent business with them, um, you want to follow up. You want to make sure you get drip campaigns, you get, a CRM, you are sending out thank you letters, you are, you know, making pe- your presence known to people because in this business, I would say people, it's very few people that are loyal. You have some that are, but most people, you know, you close a deal and they, they're on to the next, they forget about it. So you want to just make sure you stay relevant. Um, that's very important. All right, so you want to live where you want and invest where it makes sense. So 24-7 Wall Street published an article titled, The Worst Cities in America. I'm not going to read them all, but just to let you know, most of them are located um, in the South and on the West Coast. So I'm just going to run off a few. Um, We got Florida. We got a few places in Florida. Beverly Hills, Florida. Belglade, Florida. Florida City. Got a few in Michigan. Ecorse, Benton Harbor, Detroit, Flint, Highland Park. California probably has the most. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cities in California. Orange Cove, um, California City, Mendota, Fireball, Corcoran. We got a few in Georgia, Fort Valley, East Point, Albany, College Park, Union City. Um, we got a, quite a few in New York, New Jersey, Newburgh, New York, Trenton, New Jersey, Bridgeton, 
Bridgeton, New Jersey. <clears throat> so all of these cities, there's an opportunity there. Um, what I would suggest doing first would probably be checking um, Trulia. They have something called a crime map where you can go and you can actually see the crime statistics in the area. You know, is it auto theft? Is it robberies? Is it break-ins? Is it murders? Is it assault? Whatever the case is, you kind of want to make sure that that number is as low as possible. <laughs> Although, you know, in a lot of places it's high. You know, Detroit has high crime. Um, you know, other cities have high crime, but they're in like blocks. So you just have to, you know, be careful. And how you can be careful is checking out reputable sites. Um, one site that I'm active on is Bigger Pockets. You know, you want to, before you make a move, you want to scope out the area. You want to talk to a professional in the area, find a realtor. You actually want to take a trip to the city because if you've never been somewhere, you really don't know how it is. Um, the media can portray something to be something that is not. Um, but, you know, it's, it's best to get your feet wet and actually, um, you know, take a trip. Also, go where you can afford. Uh, the reason I say that is because um, if you have cash, you know, cash is king, that's great, but you may not have a certain amount of cash. Like, for example, in College Park, Georgia, the median home value is one fifty four seven. That's $154,700. In eCourse, for example, eCourse, Michigan, the median home value is 37900 Huge gap. So you want to make sure you go where you can afford. You want to make sure that if you're not buying cash, your credit's, you know, good enough to get you qualified to purchase investment property. So um, that that's that's very important. So, for example, <clears throat> in College Park, the population is 14,360. The poverty rate is about 35%. In the year 2017, there were about, uh, this is per 100,000 people, about 1,400 crimes. In eCourse, for example, the population is only 9,320. The poverty rate is about 36.8. In um, 2017, violent crimes per 100,000 was about 1,500. So do your research. Be careful. Be mindful. Be cautious. And... Stay on top of your game. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate any feedback. You can reach me on Twitter at Maria Blue R E. That's M A R I A B L U E R E, or via email at FortnerRealtor at gmail.com. And that's my last name F O R T N E R E A L T O R. So that's Fortner Realtor with just one R. Until next time, there's always time for a real estate of mind.